0: This is a podcast from Rover.
1: Jay and Dunk, the Rock Drive, the Rock Drive.
2: Happy Whoa, bloody yeah, Friday, yeah. you champions! Yes. Yes. Jesus. yes, Jesus, good to be back in the old seat for this afternoon. I am ready to go. Ready, good, ready to go. It's Friday, so if yes, text through
0: your plans for the weekend of three five two zero. Where are you heading? Who with and what are your plans? Let's get the fizz levels right up
2: there. Bit of inspo of Noah if you haven't got any plans for this weekend as well um, and a chance for you to announce your plans to the to the nation. Uh, we are feeding the backs this afternoon with cash, tickets to the red hot chili peppers, tropical island escapes, a trampoline randomly and a keridoo in a native tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben joins us for Smoko Chat next with a tale of what happens when both your parachutes
0: don't open Whilst skydiving, buckle yourself in. It's going to be a big old-fashioned Friday.
2: That sounds like a chat. Great pleasure to welcome to the show uh, Benny Breerton from Black and White Drainage. Uh, welcome, matey. Your texts came through yesterday and we're like, let's get them
3: on. Oh, David. Yeah. <laughs> he jumped over a plane, I don't know, 10,000 feet or whatever it was, and he pulled the first chute and didn't open. So then he pulled the second chute. It opened about the size of a dinner table. Where <laughs> he landed, there had been a caravan for years. Had been moved a week before, he landed about two metres away from a corrugated iron fence and a chicken coop, and they turned up with the body bag, and he got up and walked away. <laughs>
0: oh, so he so he fell, <clears throat> literally fell out of the sky from ten thousand feet, and the reserve chute only did just enough to slam down to stop him splattering.
3: Yeah, bad yeah. the news. No, he's a bit sore, but bruised, but no, it wasn't too bad. He oh. he had to go home and change his pants because he shit himself, but, <laughs> yeah, but not too bad. There's an imprint of his shoulder, his hip, and his thigh on the ground. Bounced. He's <laughs> done worse. He, um, he was on the piss one day at the Harkier, got on his road bike, because it was a R 1100, and went flying down at the end of that, showing his girlfriend how fast it can go. 200 Ks now straight off the end of the runway. <sighs> and um, he broke his back. He lost about two inches in height, <laughs> but he's still mobile. He got involved in a cop chase Made the news He was doing a couple on occasions now on his road bike The cops finally caught up with him They're like, you're in the shit now, aren't you? His reply I'm always in the shit Just the depth that varies so.
0: <laughs> Shit, that's good How many times has he come unstuck uh, When he's been skydiving? Is that the only time?
3: And it- Most people don't survive those Just that once <laughs> You know, that's all That's about all he's really done, lately Yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> Geez, you're a cool customer, aren't you, Benny Boy? <laughs> oh, mate! Righto, mate, Benny good Boy. Stuff. Thanks for coming on to uh, tell us the chat about your old, your your, your uncle, your mad dog uncle. Um, yeah. What a loose yeah. cannon! Go well, brother. Can. Yep, yep. Bloody good. Yep. The Jay and Dunk Podcast.
0: It's Friday. F- yeah.
2: Righto. What are your plans for the weekend, in New Zealand? This is your chance to rip the bird at the working week and announce your plans to the entire nation. This one from Maddie. Big group
0: of us pub crawling from Palmy all the way to Wellington to watch the ABS make amends for last week and clean the Irish up. You little beauty It's Friday, F- yeah. Friday. If yes, Travis here. I won the inflatable palm tree on <laughs> X Marks the Spot. Wednesday, it's just turned up. You little beauty That's quick. It's Friday. Uh, this one from Debs. Uh, Ropes is heading up to Matakana for a cracker of a birthday rage up. Boog ups to DJ Fully Friday, if yes. It's Friday! F- yeah. DJ yeah! is great. DJ Fully. Uh, hey, Jan and Dunk, it's uh, Liam here. I'm going to be having a rather quiet Saturday night, then going to church on Sunday with all my mates. Cheers, boys. Up the
2: Liam Good on you, mate. It's Friday!
0: Adrian Thomas, off to a lodge north of Thames to celebrate my brother's 30th. The keg will be flying. More than likely, a little bit of devil's lettuce will be passed around, amongst other things. <laughs> yeah, the boys. Happy 30th. Christopher, I would say your last name. I already did. Christopher Thomas. It's flying! Uh, Hamish, uh, F yes. Me and the wife are off to Auckland for a weekend free from the kids. Only been two years since we had time together. Drinks on and then hitting the old casino to slap the brickies' laptop. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> it's Friday. yeah. Lewis Haywood, fellas. Me and the missus have been getting into some bloody fine dining, heading down the naki to hunt truffles, and we'll be making truffle butter all weekend. Yeah, the boys. It's Friday. Shazza, my son made a new boat trailer, so uh, the hubby's off fishing, so for me, a huge sleep-in and no pesting from the lads, you little beauties. <laughs> it's Friday, <laughs> yeah. G'day fellas, my name's Chewy because uh, because I'm hairy and my farts linger on the tongue. Off to sink some tins with me mate Han Solo and smash out a bit of Sandy Mahi, hurrah! Good on you mate. It's Friday, yeah! Hayden Rogers texted Friday, If yes, me and me mate Terrier heading up to pick up his new 60K race car. You little ripper, we're gonna cook some donuts.
2: Woohoo! The Jay and Dunk Podcast. I've joked about this lots, but I reckon I probably would do it. Would ya though? Would ya though? You know, it's bad. I mean, we
0: we obviously say that we're miles away from being bionic, but we if you've got a cell phone, you're basically a bionic human. Mm-hmm. Because your memory no longer needs to remember any of the uh, the facts because you can just Google it. How if, you know, like it used to like being a wizard at a pub quiz used to be a, a thing of honour. Neil Howard uh, from Totonga Boys College was just a weapon. Like his his knowledge is immense. It used to be quite surpassed. enjoyable
2: to hang around those people at a party or whatever. Yeah, but those conversations don't even happen. Like no. if someone says something a little bit outrageous, you get fact checked three times on the spot.
0: Yeah, you can't even tell a good yarn anymore. Which now does make me think that maybe all the stuff that he was saying was untrue. That he just there's no one around to fact check him. Say it convincingly. Yeah. Anyway,
2: what we're talking about is the microchipping of humans. Uh, the future is here, guys, and uh, <laughs> don't, don't jokes about it. It's ve- it's very polarizing this because there's a large number How of people. How can be like, polarizing when everyone thinks it's awesome? <laughs> so this awesome little bit of technology has been released in <laughs> Britain, and it's a three-step process into getting your microchip. You get it in uh, basically between your index finger and your thumb up the top there. They do a small incision, and they plant this thing uh, into your skin, then stitch it up, and it costs a hundred and I'll say like four hundred bucks, in New Zealand. Jared Browning, sign me up. <laughs> See, he's keen. <laughs> so you never have to take a wallet with you ever again. At this stage, it's only pay wave. Yeah, mate, mate, I'll, I'll l- put your details on there eventually. You won't Like you won't even need to worry about forgetting your passports and your chip dog. Shaka. Oh, have I got some money for duty free? Whack it on the credit, punch it three times, and swipe away. Just play two blinks of the left eye,
0: puts it on the checking account. One right eye, one left. That's on the credit card.
2: And uh, and. I'm a little bit wary of bank cards with the bank chips these days, so this just seems like a safer option. (laughs) (laughs) You're out of your head. I was at the bloody garden store on Sunday, (laughs) and I'm standing 15, buddy, maybe 30 centimetres away from the machine, my card in my hand, and the thing goes through. PayWave.
0: No, it doesn't.
2: Banks, man, you can't trust
0: them. Well, that is true. Uh, but there was there was this thing it was kind of like a Beyond Two Thousand, but they had it exactly where you said. Yeah. and there uh, are people were wearing Google glasses. Uh, these things are freaking virgins you can possibly get. But when you shake hands with somebody and you're wearing these Virgin go- Google glasses, it basically, as soon as you hit hands, like you just go up and shake hands with the person. Boom, brings up all of their information what they do for a job. You can just run like and then exchanges. So you have actually met that person. So you're banking all of that information at all times.
2: I reckon I would be on the other side of that handshake and then I'd look at their glasses and be like, forgot my name, did you?
0: No, you can't see it because they look clear through to you. So if you're looking at them, they look
2: clear, but on the inside, it's holographic. Sounds magic. Sounds like magic that hasn't been invented.
0: It has been invented. I saw a guy typing at a university over in the states, and he's just turns up with a keyboard, and he wears these massive verge glasses, and you can see everything inside. He's basically got a hologram in front of him.
2: Andre uh, on the text machine raises a good point. He said you'll love it until you go travelling. Your hand gets chopped off rather than getting your wallet or phone taken. (laughs) Well played, Andre Santos. Uh, And and to you, I say, I haven't travelled much lately. (laughs) And I don't plan on travelling. I'm
3: just talking
0: Give about Give me your wallet. Sorry, mate, it's in my hand. Give me the knife. What?
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, you've been a part of the future, guys. Uh, Good point. Uh, that's yeah, my take convincing my argument for um, everyone to get microchips. Everyone ha- <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Yes or no, would you? 3520. Yeah, don't bother asking. It's a waste of your 20 cents. We all know it's a yes. Coming up with JM and Dunk. Wow. Anything is possible once you've been <laughs> you Don't You
0: don't even need bouncers anymore? There's, there's just no one there to tell you that your shoes aren't good enough? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Not tonight, brother.
1: This is Jay and Dunk's podcast on the Radio 2 from 3 to 7 weekdays.
2: been listening to this one the last couple of days and it's an absolute Ooh. ripper of a must listen. Jay and Dunk's must Listen. So there's a thing in the horse racing industry, which I don't think would be able to happen now, but it's called uh, when you have a ring in. And basically what you do is you take a horse that's been entered into a race that's paying heaps and you swap it out with a better horse in order for everyone to win heaps of money. So let's say the horse is paying like 150 bucks to one.
0: Ah, oh, okay, so it's got zero chance of winning and then you switch it out with something that goes like greased lightning and because the odds are tipped so far in its favour, it runs good, you get paid out heaps.
2: Yeah, so there, uh, unfortunately for this group of crooks, there is uh, a bunch of ex-police officers and current police officers um, at the particular race course when they try and pull off this and it goes pear-shaped for them. It's called The Ringin'.
1: A bunch of low-level crooks with high-level ambitions. A ringin' who ended up blundering through what may be the stupidest scam ever attempted in the history of horse racing. What people find fascinating about the fine cotton ring is that it was a caper, it was a farce, it was a fiasco, it was a farrago. The plan was to swap fine cotton, the slow horse, for a similar-looking, faster horse. At a racetrack in what was one of the most dodgy states in the country, no-one was supposed to notice, but... I mean, if you stood them together, it would seriously look like there's a dog and there's a cat. So they came up with a unique solution. No chemist shop in Brisbane was safe. That's what they came away with. Enough dye to dye a 1,000-pound horse. (laughs) Grab that bucket. Pour some more and massage it in there. They took their gloves off, they opened up another stubby. Gillespie looked around and said, He'll come up trumps in the morning. I'm sure of it. But he didn't.
4: As it turned out, it doesn't take to horses here. There must be chemical disbalance there somewhere. The horse came out red. I couldn't believe it. Though.
1: People are going to notice a red horse at the <laughs> racetrack. Bright red. The colour of a stop sign. And that is really relevant here because it should have said to them all stop do not proceed but they didn't stop red light flashing racing they kept on going
2: It's a wild yarn. Uh, You
0: just want to know how that ends up.
2: Yeah, so there's about 80 episodes on that one, and then if you follow through into the second season uh, on the same (laughs) link we're about to send you, uh, there is another one about corruption in the Australian police force. Um, So if you're keen on uh, climbing into that one, text LISTEN, send that off to 3520. L-I-S-T-E-N to 3520.
0: That is is compelling stuff. Good on them. I mean, obviously, crook, but
2: pretty funny it was quite funny there was ownership papers and apparently horses are branded and then you'd line it up with the ownership papers of the horse and after the race when they started figuring it out and people were like it's a rigging why is it bright red <laughs> <laughs> they, they were like go get the ownership papers and they just used the classic what ownership papers <laughs> 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 this is jane dunks podcast so It is our great pleasure to have on the phone, uh, just north of Auckland City, the 54th FMG Young Farmer of the Year, Tim Dandian. Here he is, the champ! (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah! Hey, <laughs> mate, hey, mate, go, Tim, Wallygo. <laughs> Going
4: alright, Liz? Hey,
0: uh, first and foremost, congratulations! Uh, what a what a week of activity, a flurry of activity it was in the uh, the naughty north and Fung Day where it all went down. Uh, myself and Dunk popped along and then uh, peeled out pretty early, just as you guys were finishing up the practical day. Uh, what a day for you! What I mean, we've spoken about it with previous winners. What do you actually get for it? And probably the most important question. What is the title
4: that you now have? So the title is, uh, like you said, the 54th FMG Young Farmer of the Year, and what we get is about it's about 80k worth of stuff all up. So wow. pretty Ooh. happy with that one.
2: What's the best in the in that prize pool? What are the name a couple of the items and thank the sponsors, I guess, as well, because they chucked up some pretty yeah, good yeah. stuff.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, FMG's the big one, uh, 15 grand cash, cash, cash from them. Oh, uh, new <laughs> Hol- New Holland stump up with a tractor that's worth about 25k. You're kidding! Uh, yeah, it's good, A eh? And Honda's, Honda, they put out um, a 520 quad, which is just under 20k as well. So those are the big ones. So Ravensdown stump up with about 8 grand worth of fertiliser beautiful
2: <laughs> can we just quickly run through um what you actually need to do uh throughout the process um over the was it three days i think it was
4: so it starts on thursday which is a technical day so you have a three-hour exam a uh, innovation project that we had to present to a panel of uh, investors we had uh hr module and a community footprint interview and then Friday was a practical day obviously uh, so we start out to so get a two hour block on, on a farmlet which is basically a small replica farm so you have to cover off all the basic uh, farm practical skills there and then we had seven individual modules which are a variety of challenges that sort of test you mentally and physically and then you round it out with the agri-sports so that's sort of racing against your fellow competitors in in the clock to try and sort of do a quality job as quick as you can on on a bunch of practical tasks. And then the Friday night we had a speech. Uh, So two weeks before the competition we got given a speech topic which we had to present that night. And then Saturday night is the quiz and the award ceremony and a lot of drinking.
2: Quite a funny situation uh, with who ended up coming second uh, in this year's Young Farmer of the Year. (laughs)
4: He <laughs> the old brother-in-law <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chris Paul came second And unfortunately we get on really well So I'd love to rub salt in the wound But he's too much of a good bastard So for
0: those people that are unfamiliar with uh, The Young Farmers groups uh, How long have you been in the mixer for And can anyone join it? I guess would be the easiest question to ask
4: Yep, yep anyone can join it You don't have to be a farmer, that's for sure um, So you just need to track down your local Young Farmers club uh, so I'm part of the Auckland City one. I'm actually the, one of the only farmers in that club. Um, but you just need an interest in uh, food production, really. So that caters to most people. That and drinking beer, you know, it's a pretty social sort of set up. So, yeah, we get along once once a month and, and have a beer and just spin a yarn, really, talk about all things happening within the primary sector. And, now it's a really good time.
0: Now you only get two shots at this. You make the finals uh, if you don't pick it up the first time, and then you come in for the second time. How many times you've been in the finals? Is this your first year in the finals, and you swooped it?
4: Yeah, yeah it was the first crack. Yeah, luckily, um, but I had so so to get through to the grand final, the national final, you have to win your regional final, and I'd um, I'd come second three times at at regional level. So. Oh. To do it once was a real dream.
0: Congratulations once again from all the team uh, here at The Rock. We love it. Uh, we love catching up with you guys every single year and, and love seeing, the, I guess, the state and in which the industry is in and the young people that are coming through and leading the charge of that. It gives, if you cool. ever wanted any hope restored back in, in Aotearoa, New Zealand, heading along to the New Zealand Young Farmer Awards is definitely one of the places where you can find that. What a great bunch of humans you all are.
4: Awesome, guys. Appreciate the support. Have a, cr- have a cracking weekend, brother. Yeah, you too, guys. Have a good break, eh?
2: Drive with Jane Dunk, three to seven weekdays tomorrow night, five past seven. Sky Stadium in Wellington, we'll see the Irish take on the ABs and the decider for the Irish tour, which is exciting. Oh, it's gonna be, I'm up, I'm really, really,
0: really up for this one. I know that the, the lads are also, and obviously the Irish, yeah, they can you know sweep this whole thing out. They leveled it with the, the Māori All Blacks, and this is their chance to tip over the All Blacks as we sort of slide down the world rankings. But when it comes to traveling, I think that the UK does it a whole lot better, whether it be the Barmy Army from England or whether it be, like we went to the game in Auckland, the Irish supporters are in song the whole time, Uh, just anybody that's wearing Irish sort of regalia just gets wrapped up and they sing and they have a bloody good time and I think that we're very reserved with our approach, so... Uh, tech producer Caleb figured that if we singled out a couple of these, a couple of the athletes that will be running on for New Zealand, then yes. uh, and the All Blacks, then we can probably you know really get this, get the stadium hissing.
2: Yeah, so we're uh, just going to rework some songs, of the original. That's a classic. Uh, and then if we just chuck David Harvely in, who's starting at twelve uh, on Saturday night. Da-di-da-di-da. It's the motherfucking David Harvey. At,
0: <laughs> At twelve. At twelve. At uh, twelve. Uh, which is exciting because RTS Roger tuivasa is on the bench, will debut, uh, as well as Running Bum Dane Coles making his return as well. Uh, another player that we thought would uh, would go well, just get everyone fizzed up as he just whistles across the line.
2: RTS, uh, he needs one.
1: My neck, my back, leg, my p- <laughs> and my crack. Ooh.
2: Okay, that's a Quite a controversial track. Yeah, I don't know if i played at Sky Stadium. To we so in black. Run that ball just like that. Tui vasa shek in black. <laughs> tackle hard just like that. Tui vassus shek shick
3: shack.
0: Happy pump with that. I know that that's what he used to listen to before running off of the Warriors.
2: And uh big semi Kane. here we go. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, I mean, it's, he must be taking something to numbers entire body the way that he throws himself into the tackles and all across the paddock without much energy.
2: He's our number seven. He is our captain, Sam Kane.
4: Sam Kane scores.
2: He's good in a ruck because he don't give a f- Sam Kane. <laughs> I reckon that one could go if you put that got on at, thighs, the, at the ground. He's got big thighs, got big thighs. Sam, Sam Kane. Kane. something, eh? <laughs> the dream result would be you get the DJ out the ground to be able to play, um, you know, Eric Clapton cocaine and then mm. the lyrics would come up on the bottom so the crowd could just know the lyrics straight away. I think, I think this is the beginning of a rather
0: large snowball which could become something pretty epic come the World Cup in 2023. This is Jay and Dunk's podcast.
2: Tom Petty, Free Falling. It is the rock with Jay and Dunk. Mm. Uh, the Rock, uh, three questions for you. Uh, who is this? Where are you calling
0: from? And what are you calling for? Come on.
3: Yeah. Hello?
0: Yeah, mate. <laughs> First, what Come you, on. Yes, what's up? Oh, well, this is your own no repeat. It sure is, buddy. thousand bucks, thanks to Hypo, is all your way.
4: Rudy, toot toot, you beauty beauty beauty. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh, That's how you get into the weekend, New Zealand Yes <laughs> oh, Shit, mate. I don't even know who you are We've never got your name or anything But yeah. you're a legend Hold there, mate You're $1,000 richer Cheers to Highpool. If you've got a job on this weekend Make sure you head to highpool.co.nz. Book your stuff, it'll be ready for when you turn up.
0: And make sure you use the special code for the discount, Rudy 2 you little beaut.
1: (laughs) The Jay and Dunk Podcast.
2: A quick congrats. Hey, boys, Dan here. My sister gave birth to a beautiful baby boy this morning at 5.15 after 48 hours of hell. Oh, my goodness. Can I get a shout-out to my amazing sister, Katie's baby's dad, Isaac, and baby Grayson. Any chance you guys do merch for newborns? Yeah, I think there is some on the Rock Emporium. Hey. Nice work. Yeah, uh,
0: congratulations, another little sex trophy for the cabinet for you too. Beauty.
2: Great thread on Reddit at the moment going Berserk. Worst thing you've done in the heat of the moment. Here's some of the comments. What do you what do you like? Uh, are you much
0: of a meltdown guy? You're pretty cool, calm and collected from what I can gather. Have you absolutely lost it like Throwing something, throwing the remote at the ground, watching a possibly a Vodafone Warriors game, had it bounce off, smash into the TV screen.
2: Nah, I, le- I feel it boiling up inside of me, and in the moment I could easily do something like that, but it very rarely will it boil over, uh, and then I'll take 15, 20 minutes to calm down, but that's because I've pressed it down, whereas if I got it out, it'd probably be easier. Yeah. What about you? You're a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Couple of road rage incidents. You know we don't talk about them anymore. We talked about the prison stint the other
0: day on the show. Oh, we've, we're past the prison stint. You know, uh, everyone makes mistakes, mate. Well, Everyone
2: always asks, "What happened to J after MPV?" <laughs> Short leg. <laughs> Not true. We've been silly, right? <laughs> we've
0: been making trusses.
2: <laughs> so what, the worst thing you've done in the heat at the moment. Here's a couple of the comments on them. I was being lightly scolded <laughs> by my boss, and instead of rolling with it, I got pissed and I told him to. Uh, I told him, you know what? Esma D and I left (laughs) I was not in a financial situation to quit at the time and I regretted my decision the entire elevator ride out of there but looking back now it's easy to say worth it pretty funny Uh, I pumped a turn into a mate's shoe (laughs) (laughs) because he got me lost in the city for two hours in a bad part of town with a dead phone and no way of finding my own way home I told the judge give me your best shot and he had uh, 10 days for contempt of court I don't know what about uh, oh, I don't know about heat at the moment, but when a cop asked why I thought I could go that fast down that road without thinking, I responded because I always do. <laughs> then I realized what my mouth had just said without consulting my brain and proceeded to lay my head against my steering wheel forcefully in shame. Uh, in the middle of summer, I caught my girlfriend cheating on me, and in the heat of the moment, I threw my fan against the wall. And that night, night, not only was I sad and alone, but sad, alone, and sweaty. <laughs> I used to go to the gym and sneak into the health suite where the sauna and steam room and the hot tub is without paying. I got busted. I had to pay on the way out. And the manager was nice and said, look, just pay next time, okay? And then I just said, oh, I just won't get caught next time. She goes, consider your membership canceled. <laughs> and this one here is hectic, but amazing. Amazing. I work in a hospital uh, in hospital security, and we have a lot of violent psych patients until they can be transferred to a behavioural facility. This surprisingly strong old man assaulted a nurse, and when she was trying to change his briefs, uh, and I responded first. Oh, so that was sorry when. She was trying to change his briefs. He assaulted her. I was first to respond. I was wrestling with the guy and trying to hold him on the bed until uh, backup got there. He finally calmed down and looked me in the eye and told me something along the lines of "He was when he gets out of here, he's going to end all of my family. And I responded, big words for a man in a diaper. <laughs> I've never seen anyone rage harder. Dude genuinely tried his best to kill me. But thank uh, thankfully, my co-workers got there right afterwards and nobody got hurt.
0: <laughs> this text just came in. I couldn't work my new printer, so I bought another one of a different brand that was simple and still couldn't get it to work. So I took both brand new printers outside and shot them 10 times with my <laughs> shotgun. Yes. <laughs> yes. yeah. And then, and then after that, you calm down and you're like, she doesn't even know if I kept the receipt for those. Yeah, now i got
2: to go and buy another printer. <laughs> Bloody hell. The Jay and Dunk Podcast. Big fan of Subway. Das- Have been... I um, pretty much get the same thing every time because any time I um, differ from that particular order, it kind of tastes the same anyway, so I go back to the original chicken with the you're very bacon.
0: Mi- you're a missionary man when it comes to your food. Eh? You know what you like and you just stick to it. There's no really dancing outside of the realms nah. of normal possibilities for you. You just nah. found what works and you stick with it.
2: Yeah, it's like why I like the Big Mac. It's the same every time and I like it. So why would I go and get potentially not as much like on another <laughs> item? <laughs> Seems silly to me. (laughs) The
3: the
0: level of seriousness in your eyes when you say that is
2: (laughs) frightening. (laughs) You Uh, fandangle burger. Why would I do that? You've already clocked burgers.
0: Do do you want to try try anything? No. Uh, But this would be, I think, would be great. Probably we could just maybe leave the business name out of it. You could work for this. Uh, You could be a sandwich artist for this sort of organisation, but you must get some weird requests. And some people build some sandwiches, and uh, this is exactly what happened. I'd love to hear some of them. If this jogs a memory of when you worked at a place such as this, then by all means fire them through. There's a thread on Twitter uh, from a person that goes by the name of PB and Garlic. While I worked at Subway in my early 20s, I made many, many, many questionable sandwiches. But there is one that I will never forget. <laughs> I think about this sandwich at least once a week. It haunts my nightmares. I sincerely worry about the person who ordered it. This early dinner time shift, about 5 or 6 p.m., there were three of us working the line, all 20-somethings. Because at the time, the big adults had either quit or been fired. Our, <laughs> our store was run by kids for about a month, a group of, and a group of high school-aged kids came in. I served the second girl in the group She wanted a foot long on white bread Cool Double provolone and double American cheese I can respect that Does she want it toasted? The answer is no Veggies? No Sauces? Yes Ranch please Now I'm not denying people who have the taste buds of a toddler The privilege of watching your sandwich come together Before your very own eyes behind a curved pane of glass Covered in the fingerprints and sneezes of those who came before you They deserve Subway too However, this girl wanted ranch dressing, so I put two lines on her sandwich. Standard. Normal. More, please. I put two more lines of ranch on her sandwich. More, please. I put another two lines. Her, visibly annoyed, more than that, I'm beginning to become concerned. I add more, and at this point, the cheese, the only other thing on this bread, is nearly obscured. (laughs) She's irritated now. Just keep going. I stare at her, refillable squeeze bottle in hand and say, "Uh, you want um, more than this? Her, yeah, I'll tell you when to stop. I continue. I'm in disbelief. After a few more passes with the bottle, the dressing is beginning to run off the sides of the bread. I look up at her and she does this motion, you know, like the throw your hand out in front of you and just keep going, keep going. My soul begins to exit my body as I continue to squirt ranch dressing onto her sandwich. It's more. It's more of an open-faced soup at this point. (laughs) I look up at her, expecting (laughs) her to tell me to stop. She doesn't. She wants more. And her friends are looking over like... (laughs) Cheese has slid right off her cracker. I feel like um, the waiter in those cartoons who's never told when, you know, as he grates fresh parmesan onto someone's pasta. The plate is just a mound of grated cheese. The table is covered in cheese. The room fills up with cheese. And my room is just bloody filling up with ranch dressing. I ran out. and then She, she, ran, s- she ran out. Pumped a whole bottle. That's like 600 mils of ranch. Yeah, I ran out. And then she says... Do you have another bottle?
2: Oh my gosh, this chick's killing me
0: People with normal human style sandwiches are passing her in line Her (laughs) friends are already paying or sitting down I don't look at her anymore I look at my manager standing beside me What do I do here? What's the the protocol? The kid manager shrugs his shoulders We're broken people Uh, I guess get another bottle I must have eventually satisfied her to Mars for ranch dressing. I weakly asked if she'd like salt or pepper. No. I don't know how I wrapped that thing up. I must have blacked out. I just remember how wet it was. She paid for that bloody monstrosity and then sat down and ate it with her friends, seemingly without incident. I don't know how. I will never understand how. If I think about it too long, my mind will collapse upon itself. Imagining the eldritch horror of the worst sandwich ever made. That is disgusting. <laughs> this
1: is Jane Dunk's podcast and it's bloody good to have you listening.
2: So this is the news on this creepy little robot before we get into some of the ruggers that's on this weekend because it's semi-finals and finals for a lot of clubs. Um, engineers from Northwestern University have created the world's smallest robot. The crab robots uh, can carry out intricate tasks that humans can't do and they're half a millimetre wide. I saw footage but- of these knitting together arteries. Yuck, they can bend, twist, crawl, and even jump. Oh, oh. It's going to be a real weird next 20 years to live on planet Earth. There's going to be some gnarly shit that comes out.
0: Yeah, oh geez, I'm not feeling too good. I might just go and get a, a couple of litres of bloody robotic crabs
2: injected into me just so they can go for a bit of a sift through and see what's going on there. Mate, you'll be able to take them in a pill from your medicine cabinet and the pill, will, they'll be pre-programmed. You'll be like, yep, liver, t- liver detox, and they'll get down there and buddy do what they need to do, help you out on a Sunday morning. That'll be where we get to while we're still alive, I reckon.
0: And we think about all the things that are happening at the moment. Wow, way, what, Teslas are so crazy, aren't they? Well, you can do like have a little fire burning on the screen there and you can do farts all around it. It's like, wow, mind-blowing. Imagine what's going to be happening in 30 years' time.
2: Yeah, it's hard to wrap your head around. It really is. If you want to listen to a great futurist podcast, um, search that Andy Rose Show on, uh, on Spotify and uh, it'll come up. And uh, there's a futurist on there that'll blow your mind He works with like Apple and Samsung And heaps of big companies And lots of countries as well Looking forward like maybe 20 years 20 oh, Even to 100 I think
0: Yeah I agree with what Reagan just texted Bro that is a total WTF
2: Exclamation <laughs> mark Yeah man Right club footy uh, on this weekend A lot of semi-finals and finals Quick shout out for some of the teams that are going toe to toe Yeah Christchurch
0: semis it's got Lincoln Universe Marist Albion And New Brighton versus Sydenham uh, North Harbour final is Takapuna versus North Shore. Now, this is an absolute ding dong because this is a rematch of last year's final, which was won by the Shore. Takapuna just absolutely destroyed uh, the coat over the last weekend. A uh, bit of an absolute thunder pumping. it up a Bush semis, Maris versus Martinborough, Cardin versus Gladstone. Uh, Southland final is Woodlands versus Pirates Old Boys, and Woodlands is uh, D-Max and Marty McKenzie's yeah. club, and they're going for a three-peat. D-Max's been playing for them as well. I saw him getting absolutely heckled by the fellas leaning over the fence while he's smiling away <laughs> doing a place kick. Hawke's Bay final has Taradale versus Napier Tech, and Counties Manukau has Paramahoe versus Manurewa. A massive congrats to Brandon Roberts, who will uh, referee the Counties Manukau club final this weekend. It's also the Big Man's 69th. Premier game in the middle. Chew beauty. Yeah, let the boys play. Let the boys play, Brando. Good luck.
2: Tech Juice Cave's laughing because he's also a referee. <laughs> um, good luck this weekend if you are playing uh, in a semi or a final. The Jane Dunk Podcast
1: on the radio too from three to seven weekdays. I
2: love to have a beer with Duncan. I love to have
0: a beer with Dunk. We're drinking moderation. And we never, ever, ever get rolling drunk. We drink at the town and country where the atmosphere is great. I'd love to have a beer with Duncan, cause Duncan's me, baby. Hope you deserve it of a beer this afternoon since uh, you're gonna be taking a break. For a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, I might come back early. I'm not too sure yet. I'm supposed to be away for two whole weeks, but I'm away down in Golden Bay for 10 days, which I'm going to enjoy with the whanau, and uh, Grandma and Granddad going to be there as well. When I say that, Mum and Dad. Um, and I'm going to do some winter fishing. Working. And just not think about radio for a little bit. Mate, it's looking cold. Cold yeah. in the south, eh? Yeah, man. There's like a high of 13 every day. A few clear skies over the next 10 days. But, um, yeah. Oh man, it's made. I'm from the mainland. That's stock standard for me. Don't run it, don't you bloody yeah. it, You, 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 you toasty walking around in your stubbies barefoot. You That's beauty. It. That's it. Uh, it is nice to, to finally get a little bit of decompression and get out of get it out of the system. Oh, it's just good to get out of the um, city from time to time, obviously. Um, now, Jay, your story. I would like to hear it.
0: Uh, it was. This is in reference to the crazy subway order that got that got made. Mm. Um, I because it's a great subways, great. Don't get me wrong. Very niggly to travel with and eat though, because I like to drive. Uh, and we're based, mate, most of my family's in Mount Maunganui, We spend quite a bit of time bouncing back and forth. Mm-hmm. So it's either go through some fast food option, which doesn't have the same nutritional value, or get something that's a little bit healthy for the family Could as Could you,
2: you the ask to get Subway in one of the big um, drink cups, all the ingredients in there, and just drink your Subway? Like, drink, chew it? You mean like blend it? Nah, just, just chuck have in it in the exact there. same um, ingredients into a cup. No, but what that does bring up is
0: a bloody great point that if you got a large cup, you could jam half of it in there while you ate the other half. Bloody thinking, mate, because that's what I needed in
2: this instance. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to claim that one. That was yeah. you joining some dots. <laughs> so I had this thing on my lap
0: and was, <laughs> was driving out of the city uh, and it basically was, yeah, it's a saucy little number that was on there, hmm. sitting on my lap, open up. And, you know, there's a paper that they make it on there, the paper that they wrap it in. So it's just two sheets of paper, zero friction, therefore very slidey. And so I had them on my lap and was like, rightio, <sighs> open this bad boy up. And just as soon as I hit the motorway, I'm going to do a bit of cruise control and, uh, and eat this. But probably not as responsible as I possibly could be. Anyway, coming onto the motorway, you know, there's the lights green. Whatever it was, this old mate in front of us decided just not to go on his green light, and so I was just kind of coasting up and was like, "Whoa!" Hit the picks, and lo and behold, this thing just absolutely
2: ricocheted my
0: footlong subway just garage sailed itself all through the footwell of the driver's side. <laughs>
2: Absolute ball ache
0: to clean that up.
2: Yeah, time you arrive in Totong, it's just like some bread dough mashed into the carpet. I was a huming because there's no real
0: chance of pulling over for until you get over the Bombay. So we're I was basically just sitting there fuming for
2: the best part of an hour going <laughs> <sighs> Jeez, that's good. And I was starving. Yeah, of course you would have been. You would have been hangry as well. Yeah, you don't good. order a foot long subway if you're not hungry. So therefore, stick with Dunk's rule of getting a cup, putting it in the cup holder,
0: jamming half in there so then at least only half of it will go through the footwell if you have to hit the picks.
2: Better living, everyone. Hey, uh, it's been Epic. I'm going to go away on holiday. Jay, best of luck for your you fight. Uh, if you're keen to donate uh, for the fight for life, Burger King fight for life, of course, uh, that's next Thursday. You can text for a $3 donation, 469. Uh, use the keyword fight for that one. Um, yeah, I think you're in a good spot, man. Those TAB odds haven't come out, so make sure you keep an eye on that if you want to put some money on Jay. Yeah, it would be a great little spider to run, little $10 spider. No, nah, man. Pick them all. Put the house on Jay. And then everyone tell him, if he loses, that they lost their houses. <laughs> and that's how that's going to go. <laughs> uh, no, nah, good luck, mate. Proud of you for all the training you've done. I'm uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be a bang fest. I can't wait. Paul Martier, Hooroo. Hooroo!
1: That was the J and Dunk podcast for yet another day. Be a part of the team on Facebook or Insta at The Rock Drive.